Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Hello everybody, welcome to today's session. I'm Pastor Dion Hockey from Healing Ministries International and we are so glad that you could join us on this very special Sunday. We are believing God for breakthrough, we are believing God for revival, we are believing God to do something in these last days that we are finding ourselves. I've been preaching and started a new series last week called The Unstoppable Church. And this is what the Lord had spoken to me in the beginning of the year. Um, Actually, at the end of last year already, He had been talking about us, the church, being unstoppable and that we are facing circumstances unprecedented, never seen before in history what the church is facing today. Um, You know, with the lockdown, uh, with COVID-19, with government, uh, with so much stuff that is happening. And we, the church, cannot lie down, give up and uh, stop working. We have to become more unstoppable than ever before. The devil has tried for over 2,000 years to stop, or or almost 2,000 years, try to stop the church and stop Jesus from from, uh, accomplishing or stop God from uh, uh, preventing the things that need to happen. Um, Satan cannot. He cannot defeat the church. It's impossible. The other day I was walking and praying and the Lord spoke to me about Jesus himself. You remember in when Jesus was a baby and the devil heard about the birth of Jesus, how the devil already back that time tried to stop Jesus from, from uh, accomplishing, try and stop God through Jesus from accomplishing what he had to do. The devil knew God was up to something, but he didn't know what. Uh, what God was doing. So what did he do? He went and he ordered all the children to be killed two years and younger in that generation. Imagine, it was a mass genocide that took place. And so many thousands of, of children were killed. There was a whole generation that was wiped out. But God went and delivered Jesus and Joseph and Mary and the devil's plans failed. He could not accomplish what he was sent to do. Uh, You know, the devil is a liar. And I want to say this, Satan is trying to stop the church from moving forward, but he cannot. Are you hearing me? He cannot stop God. And we, the church, will rise up. I started speaking last week about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And there's so much information uh, in this portion of scripture, you know, that we can talk about these three men who were just unstoppable for God and for his kingdom and they did not fear anything but I want to talk to you this morning on eight keys on how we can be unstoppable for God I want to show you eight things to do or to believe uh, reasons why we why we are not stoppable we are unstoppable for God amen so get your pen and paper out and take down these notes quick notes as i share them with you and you can pray over them and you can begin to exercise and live uh, these principles that i'm giving you amen let's just pray together father we thank you <clears throat> that we can come in the mighty name of jesus before your throne thank you father that we are living in days that seem to the human as uncertain times but we know god that with you anything and everything is certain your will is being done your plan for humanity is being fulfilled right now 
And Father, even though we cannot see it, we just know and trust in you that uh, your will truly, Father, on this earth is being accomplished. I pray that you'll bring revelation and understanding to all the viewers that are watching. I ask you, Father God, that people will be encouraged and strengthened in their faith and to become persistent and not to give up, Father, in the times that we are in. The Bible clearly says in Isaiah 59 verse 19 that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise a standard against him. I thank you, Father. Another scripture says no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper in Isaiah. And I thank you, Lord. No weapon formed against the church shall prosper. And every tongue that is raised up in judgment against us, Lord, we have the power and the authority to refute and to cut off every curse that has been spoken against us. So I pray this uh, uh, right now, Holy Spirit, come open the ears of the, of the hearers, open their eyes, Lord, to the word, bring revelation and understanding in Jesus' name. And if you agree with me, then say amen. Come on. We are the unstoppable church. People around the world are coming against the Christian. Listen, the Christian is almost, I want to say, the most hated group of people uh, on the earth today. Almost the most hated people. Why? Because we stand for righteousness, holiness, godliness, purity. We stand for values and we have Christian morals. And the world is against that. The world does not want you to stand for these values. They do not want you to stand for purity and, and holiness. They don't want you to stand for the Bible and for the things of the Bible. So what, are, what is needed for us to be unstoppable? I want to encourage you with a word. Matthew chapter 10 verse 28 this morning says the following. Matthew chapter 10 verse 28 says, And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to, to, to destroy both soul and body in hell. Oh my goodness. Did you hear the scripture? He says, do not fear those who kill the body. So God is telling us this morning that we mustn't fear what people can do towards us and to us. Don't worry about them if they do kill your body because our spirit man is born again and we know we who have given our hearts to God, we will spend eternity with God in heaven. Amen. We, we're going we're to spend eternity. So God, uh, Timothy says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us a spirit of love and of power and of a sound mind. We must not be afraid. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not afraid of the king when he, came, when he made the commandment that when you hear the sound of the loop and the, uh, the, the flute, the, 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 the harp and the trumpet, you know that they must bow down and worship uh, this idol this statue that he had made they did not fear him they knew they were going to get into trouble they knew they were going to be thrown into the into the ovens and they would be burnt alive they knew that but they did not fear they stood their ground they stood for godliness they stood for holiness they stood uh, on their faith and they made a proclamation and said 
said, we are not going to give in. Yes, the body is going to suffer, but it's just a short time and then the, we'll be dead. But we, our spirit man, will be alive. And so we do not fear man, but we fear God. And I want to encourage you, according to Matthew 10, 28, when Jesus spoke, he said, don't worry about those who kill the body, but rather fear him, fear God because he is able to kill, destroy the body and the soul, which is going to be in hell. Amen. We don't want to go to hell. Nobody wants to go to hell. We want to spend eternity in heaven. So I just want to encourage you uh, today. Do not fear. Amen. Point number one, what does it take for us to be unstoppable? Do not fear, especially man. Do not fear man, but fear the Lord and stand strong in his power and in his might. Number two, Daniel chapter 3 verse 25 says the following, look, he answered, this is the king speaking, he said, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and are they not hurt? And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Listen, Jesus will be with you in the fire. Amen. He was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the flame didn't touch them. No smoke came on their clothing. They were not hurt. Now, the big lesson that I've learned through the years is that we pray that God deliver us, um, and, you know, stop anything bad from happening. Unfortunately, it's not going to work that way. God did not prevent Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from going into the fire. No, he went with them into the fire, and he carried them and protected them in that time. So even if you are finding yourself in trouble, you are finding yourself in difficulties, know this. God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you every day. Amen. God is there to protect you. He's with you in the fire. He'll help you through the fire in Jesus' mighty name. And so we mustn't be afraid of, of, of saying, I'm alone. Where is God? My dear friend, God is there. He is with you right now. Amen. If you're facing uh, financial difficulties, marriage, marriage problems, or there's sickness and disease and calamity, I want to tell you, God is there. Amen. He's the comforter. He's the healer. He's the provider. Our God is with you all the time. So do not fear because when you go through the fire, God will take you through it. God will help you through it. He will assist you in your time of need and in your difficult times. So be strong in the Lord. Amen. Jesus is always there to help you. Number three, 2 Corinthians 5.12, it's a simple verse, but it's so powerful. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, excuse me, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says this, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Golly, can I preach a whole sermon just on that? So many times we keep our eyes focused on the circumstances that we find ourselves in. And when we do, then fear sets in. Doubt comes in. I'm reminded of Peter when he was in the boat and uh, Jesus came walking. This is in Matthew. I believe it's Matthew chapter 12. Jesus came walking on the water past the boat. And the disciples, when they saw Jesus, the Bible says great fear came upon them. And they even cried out and they said, it's a ghost. 
But Jesus said to them, Do not fear, do not be afraid, it is I. And when Peter heard that it was Jesus, all the fear left him. Imagine this, all the concerns and the worry. He didn't even see the storms. He didn't even see the waves coming into the boat. You know, the, the, the thought of drowning just disappeared. And he said to Jesus, he says, Lord, if it's you, please tell me to come to you. That's amazing. He didn't say, Jesus, come into the boat. He said, no, I want to get to you, Jesus. <laughs> How amazing is that? I just got a revelation. They didn't say, Jesus, get in the boat and cause the, boat, the, the storm to stop. No, Peter said, Lord, I want to walk with you on the water. We always look at the miracle, but he's, he just wanted to be in the arms of Jesus, in the protection of Jesus. But we know the story. When he stepped out of the boat, he started walking on the water. He had his eyes fixed on Jesus. But the moment he took his eyes off of the Lord, what does the Bible say? He began to sink. He began to sink. And Jesus, you know, saw that and he cried. Peter said, save me, Lord. Help me, Lord. And Jesus says, oh, Peter, why did you doubt why did you doubt? And this is the problem that we have today is that even if Jesus is in the storm with us, he's in the fire with us, we must not doubt, but we must keep our eyes focused on the Lord. And this is what I'm trying to teach you that we need to be unstoppable for the Lord. And I only know of two or three ways how you can always keep your eyes on the Lord. Number one, pray. We have to pray. Number two, we have to read the Word of God. Number three, we have to live the Word of God. When you do these things, these three things, we pray, we worship, we, we read the, the, the Bible, amen, and we just do what God has told us to do. I'm telling you, your faith will always be on a high level. You'll never lose that faith. But if you cower away, and you look at the circumstances in your life, well, guess what's going to happen? That's when fear sets in. Amen? So just remember, we walk by faith, not by sight. We mustn't look at our circumstances. And I'm not saying that the circumstances aren't true. Of course it's true. And the facts are there. You're seeing it. But God is the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so if we keep our focus on Jesus and what the Word says, remember that faith is what causes God to come in and help us. Amen. Jesus saw the faith of Peter getting out of the boat. He saw him walking on the water. And that pleased Jesus until Peter took his eyes off of him and he began to sink in the water because of doubt. So I just want to encourage you today, don't look at your circumstances, but keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Walk by faith and not by sight. Number four, Matthew chapter 28 verse 20. It says this, And teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Are you hearing me? God is going to be with us until the end of the age. But here's a key. We have to teach the people everything that we have learned. We have to teach the people everything that God has commanded us to do. And God again says, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to uh, take you through the storm. I'm going to take you through the fire. But I just want you to understand you are not on your own. But I want 
want you in the storm, in this time. I want you to teach the people. I want you to show the people who I am and what I can do. Again, I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were in the storm and when the king looked and he saw the fourth man in the fire. And when they walked out, the, the king came and, and said to them, Surely, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, surely your God is the real God. And he even made a decree and said that everybody must fear the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they set the example. They showed how it must be done. Can you say amen to that? The same happened with Daniel when Daniel was in the lion's den. And when God shut the mouths of the lions. And when the king saw Daniel the next day come out. The king said to Daniel, surely Daniel your God is the true and only God. And also again he made a decree that the people must fear and worship the God of Daniel. And the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And this is who we are. We are to set the example for people to follow after. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That God will be with us. He is with us all the time. Amen. And that we are to go and teach the people the ways of God. Even in the midst of tribulation, of trials and testings and persecutions, Keep on keeping on. Keep on standing for God. And you're going to see that anointing. So point number four is God is with us. Are you hearing me? He is with you all the time. Number five, Psalm 55 verse 22. I love this one. Psalm 55 verse 22 says, Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. For what is point number five? God shall sustain us. Amen. He will take care of us. Philippians 4.19 says that my God shall supply all of my needs. God is always there. He promised it. He says, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you in the difficult times. I'm going to take care of you in the storm. I'm going to take care of you in the fire. I'm not going to let you suffer and be on your own. I think about the prophet when he was out there in the desert or in the wilderness and he had no food. There was a drought. Elijah was in this drought and stuff wasn't working for him. But God sent the ravens. Think about this. The most unlikely form of provision came to him through the raven and God took care of him. Amen. And God, uh, I'm telling you, in the most unlikely ways, God will come and he will provide for you and he will take care of you. He will sustain you. Remember the name of God? He is El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. He is Jehovah Jireh. When Israel was delivered from Egypt, do you remember? for 40 years they were in the wilderness and what happened the clothes on their body never went bad or or, or tore or or got you know the shoes on their feet was always good god just sustained them and god kept them are you with me and the same god that we serve the god of abraham isaac and jacob that same god is our god today and he is with you even right now i hope you're feeling encouraged with this word my god is with you are you hearing me you're not on your own he will sustain you number five psalm 147 verse six says uh, sorry number six psalm 147 uh, verse six says the lord lifts up the humble he casts the wicked down to the ground in other words he will lift you up not only will he sustain you but he will lift you up 
where you are the key again that we need to stay humble before the lord another scripture says in proverbs that god resists the pride pride but he gives grace to the humble and if you and i can learn like jesus just to stay humble to stay pure before the father jesus said the words that i speak i do not speak on my own authority but it is the father who is in me doing the works through me jesus did not take uh, any glory for the miracles that he had done he didn't take any glory for the teachings that he gave the words that he spoke but he always stayed humble and brought glory to the father are you hearing me he always brought glory to the father and so you and i can learn from the humbleness of jesus that we need to bring glory to the father all the time saying thank you to god when a miracle happens when provision comes when the healing takes place we bring the glory to god and we say lord it is you and you alone who is good to us can i get an amen with that this is what the lord says amen he will lift you up number seven matthew 25 verse 46 matthew 25 verse 46 says and these will go away into everlasting punishment but the righteous into eternal life god will save you amen point number seven what makes us unstoppable it doesn't matter what circumstances you're going through it doesn't matter where you find yourself god will save you he will take you amen uh, uh, and keep you in his hand I made a note here, which I want to read. It's so nice. It says, we cannot save the world by becoming like the world, but we save the world by bringing Jesus to the world. And unfortunately today, I'm seeing so many people who are acting more like the world than they are acting like Jesus. And this is not God, how God wants us to be. We need to be acting like Jesus. And when you act like Jesus, listen, he's going to save you. He's going to carry you. He'll walk with you. He'll teach you. He'll train you. Amen. I like the word Christian. When we talk about the word Christian, it means to be Christ-like, to be like Jesus. We talk like Jesus. We walk like Jesus. We, we move like Jesus. We do the things of Jesus. We don't do the things of the world. The world is full of doubt. The world is full of sin. The world is full of compromise. The world is full of stuff. And you and I, we are not in, uh, we are in the world, but we're not of the world anymore. That's what the scripture says. So God saves us. He saves you for a reason so that you can be a shining light to the people out there. This is what makes us unstoppable. If every Christian could grasp this knowledge and could understand matthew chapter 28 verse 19 what we call the great commission if everybody understood this that the bible says we are to go and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit if we could take this word and apply this word in our lives i'm telling you god saved you listen to me now god saved you so that you can go and save others now don't get religious on me and say i can't save people jesus is the savior of course jesus is the savior but god needs people to take people to Jesus. 
Amen. Go and read Romans chapter 10. The Bible says, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news, the glad tidings of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible says, How will they hear if somebody is not sent? And how will we not send somebody who will preach? We need to send the preachers. We need to send the witnesses. We need to send the ministers to preach this good news. Amen. Lastly, I want to say this. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. Oh, it's a powerful portion of Scripture. It says this. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Mm -mm. He says, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man, the inward man is being renewed day by day. This is how we walk with God. Now he says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Yes, we're going to go through tribulation, trials and testings, but it's just for a moment. It's a short while. He says, it is working for us as far, uh, it is far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. In other words, what he is saying here, my dear friend, I want to encourage you, is that we are unstoppable because we have something to look forward to that the world doesn't. What is is it that we're looking forward to? Heaven. We're going to spend eternity with God and we're going to be in heaven and there's going to be no sickness, no disease, no crying, no hatred. There's going to be no division. There's going to be none of the stuff that we are facing on the earth today. And we can see how all of the, the stuff in the world is escalating. It's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. But God says that when we die, we're going to be with him in heaven. This is my motivation. This is what compels me to preach the gospel. This is what drives me to be unstoppable. Is to know, Lord God, you saved me from going to a place called hell, which is pain and tears and torment forever and ever and ever you saved me god but lord i thank you now that you you because i'm born again you've given me that knowledge of heaven now i want to take this knowledge with me and i want to share it with all the people out there because this is just a glimpse of eternity. I don't know if you hear this. We do not understand forever. Forever is going to be forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. The heaven or hell. Amen. The earth as we know it is going to pass away. Amen. Things are going to change completely. It might sound far-fetched to some of you out there. But I'm telling you, it's eventually going to disappear. And we are talking about the end times. We are living in the end times. And therefore, there is an urgency by the Spirit of God upon me right now to tell you, please do not keep the salvation of God as a secret and for yourself, but get out there and be unstoppable for God and preach the gospel and warn people about hell and tell them about Jesus. Amen. Let the love of God be upon you today. Father, I pray for all the men and women watching. And I ask you, Lord, for a fire baptism again right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you that we, the church, will be unstoppable in this time, Lord, in Jesus' name. Bless your people, fill your people, heal your people, anoint your people 
in the name of Jesus. And if you agree with me, say amen. Remember to catch us on Facebook. We, we, we're busy with such an interesting topic, talking about revival. There is revival that's going to take place, I'm telling you. And we who are unstoppable, we are the people who will bring revival. Amen. You are a revivalist. I'm a revivalist. We are carrying this anointing. Catch us every night, 7 p.m. on Facebook. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.